Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the podcast with three sisters talking all football. You can check us out on iTunes or on the web at HerFantasyFootball.com and follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. You guys can also hear us on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network, who would like to announce that they will be doing the play-by-play for USA Football Bowl. The game will be played at Hoover Met Stadium in Hoover, Alabama, January 20th, 2014 at 1 p.m. So check them out, you guys. So close. We love our National Gridiron Network. They're love. wonderful. Love them. So definitely come check us over there on Blog Talk Radio. We're all available for you guys. We're into week 14, people. Woo! Woo! It's playoff time. Our family league is only uh, eight people, so we are not yet in in playoffs. uh, But I know Brandon's other leagues are, and Ashley's, so Brandon has an awful story to tell about uh, playoffs. Oh, oh, well, it's really about not making playoffs. So, (laughs) hi. (laughs) Well, welcome. Okay, so let's say that, oh, you guys are just really fun fans and you guys came here even though you're not in the playoffs. Well, here's the deal. You might be in a consolation bracket. In fact, you probably are. And my first year of playing fantasy football, I forgot, or not forgot, but I didn't realize because it's not there, you know, when you go to the, the homepage, it just shows that it's in the playoffs. So I didn't set a lineup. So go and check your leagues right now, everybody, because you might be playing for pride. And trust me, you don't want to be last place. In fact, some leagues have like a punishment if you're last place, like you have to walk around naked or give up money or do something embarrassing. I don't know why I went naked. But I did. It's part of ESPN's rules that the person who comes in last has to be naked. They have to be naked. But I I think it'd be fun if we actually did that for the family league. We picked something, like, really bad that the last place person had to do. Ashley, would you like to weigh in on this? I think it'd be weird for one of us to get naked in an all-family league. No? (laughs) (laughs) Slash illegal. I, I love you ladies, but I also don't want to see one of your husbands naked either. (laughs) <laughs> may cause a weird Christmas. Oh, it's so good. Awkward. It's so good. But maybe we do like a, like a, um, I know in the league, you know, the show on FX, I don't know if you guys have seen it. They have the, um, mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember what they call it. The roofie bowl, but like, it's like kind of the bad trophy and it has like a ball sack of a bowl on it. That sounds awesome. So maybe we could do like a loser's trophy. And that can travel as well. That's a ball sack? (laughs) I would rather have a vagina. You know you're really bad at fantasy football when you have a big ball sack as your trophy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's going by the TV. That's for sure. It's awesome. Well, I don't know. I mean, Ashley's probably going to win that one, so she probably has a special place for it. (laughs) I almost beat your husband. You should be very thankful that I did not because it could have been a really bad night for you. Who would have thought? Actually, I would have rather you beat him. Although my husband's going to hear this because then I would have been guaranteed in the playoffs. But now I have to have mom and dad lose to make sure that I uh, make it in. But and I have a slight chance. 
You have a slight chance. I do. And my husband's in slight. the playoffs. He's the only person that's guaranteed. It's I have guaranteed. a point. Let me tell you, they're freaked out. He actually held up the trophy that I have because I won last week, last year. He held up the trophy and he kissed it. And he just like walked around the house with it for about an hour. <laughs> He's like, this is coming back. I was like, okay, whatever. That's back That's awesome. for him right there. Oh, that's awesome. Witchcraft. Oh, good. Ashley, anything in more money, more problems? Well, I'm sure everybody has heard about Mike Tomlin and, and Step It on the Field. Uh, he actually was given a $100,000 fine today, and there's a chance that they may have to forfeit some draft choices, although I think we're kind of hearing that probably isn't going to happen, but you never know. And this was actually the second largest fine in history for an NFL coach, only behind our one and only Bill Belichick, who has fined $500,000. <laughs> Woo! That, that's a steep one. Uh, but it was actually hilarious. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you can, check out the video of Jacoby Jones talking about how he thought he saw a coach on the field because it is well worth it. It is hysterical <laughs> as he's trying to explain to one of his teammates. Like, I, I swear, the coach is on the field. The like, other guy's like, no, it wasn't. He's like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And then all of a sudden, he comes up with the screen. He's like, you see? You see, right there, right there, it was. Something. He's on the field. He's. It was awesome. Totally <laughs> right. Then he goes into press conference totally mode. Right. He was totally right. He was on the field. And Tomlin was, you know, I don't know. You guys seem to think that he was not purposefully on the field. I think he was. No way. I loved his press conference. He's like, I didn't notice I was on the field until I saw myself on the Megatron, and that was embarrassing. <laughs> well, it's been interesting, you know. Oh, it was so good. He's like, I turned around as I was, like, trying to, like, jump off. He's like, I'm not as athletic as the guys on the field. I have to use some strength to move myself laterally. <laughs> I just love He's that just both so of you guys cute. are using man voices tonight. I know. I know. I know. It's a <laughs> man voice. So. I'm doing a man voice. I'm doing all of our voice. actual voices are lower than what we do when we do a man's voice, which I think is even more <laughs> weird. I'm just, just going to point that out. Well, yeah, it's I funny because Har- Harbaugh even was, you know, saying that, I mean, he's like, oh, we love, you know, Tomlin, we never even thought that he was purposely on the field. Why am I doing this again? Again, I'm going up higher in a register <laughs> than my normal voice. I don't know. Uh-huh. I shouldn't do that to sexy Harbaugh. True. Oh, it's like that was like the sexy coach game. We was, didn't even talk was, about it that was last the week. Coach it was game the of sexy the year. coach game. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. they can yummy, be in yummy. my teepee. Yeah, delicious teepee. A tent. Mm. Well, we'll have to stay well, tuned yes. to see if Teepee's they lose. Old school tent. We'll see if they lose draft <laughs> picks. We got Aaron Rodgers, who may or may not be playing, guys. So that's you know, Atlanta Falcons say they're preparing to play against Aaron Rodgers, but who knows? So stay tuned for that. And then, you know, really just kind of Mike Wallace talking about how, because they're playing the Steelers this week, about how he has no hard feelings against Haley. I'm kind of like, is this really even a story? Really? Seriously. And they're like, no. well, he didn't utilize you enough. And, he, and I kind of want to be like, you got to have a pretty thick skin to be in football here. Like, are you really going to hold grudges against an offensive coordinator that maybe did or did not play you enough? And Wallace actually was really good, said, here's the deal, guys. I wasn't at training camp, and so he got to see a bunch of other people play. So, of course, he worked packages around them. So he actually was pretty stand-up about it. So it's been interesting. And I do want to shout a little shout-out for uh, to catch Sports Center tomorrow as Ron Burgundy will be interviewing. He's actually be hosting <gasps> Sports Center, and he'll be interviewing Peyton no. Manning. If, if you haven't seen the snippets 
It is good. Oh, it's so it's good. good. It's so good. So that's tomorrow. It's so good. Check it out, guys. Check it out. Fabulous. It's awesome. It's awesome. We Brian, are, what's going on in social network? We're going to do speed social media. Why? Because it's a fast, fast world, people. It's fast. All right. <laughs> Question from our friend, Anna Sabachik. Question. Let's say Le'Veon Bell doesn't start this week. Should I start Shane Vereen or Steven Jackson? I benched Jackson a while back because he was so frustrating, but he did have a good game last week. Thanks, ladies. Love your show. Thanks. We love you too, Anna. So here's the deal. Good news. Le'Veon Bell practiced in full today, which is Wednesday. So for you guys tomorrow, yesterday. Um, So I think he's going to play. But let's talk about this question anyway real quick. Um, I like both Steven Jackson and Shane Vereen, and they have pretty decent matchups. Ladies, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I'm just looking here. Uh, Steven Jackson's going against Green Bay, you know, and why not? I'm down with that. They give up the 10th most points to running backs, so hey. I, like, I, I too, bench Steven Jackson. I, I wasn't completely... Um, comfortable with him yet but I think we're I think he's back in the lineup people yeah I mean you've got a little bit less of a committee there than you do in with the Patriots but Vereen also looked good last week we all know my general dislike for Vereen which I have absolutely no reason to dislike him and Brandon's weird adoration for him so we kind of even that out for one actual reasonable (laughs) opinion I'd maybe go Vereen (laughs) over Steven Jackson but I think Bell's going to play again. So I think he'll be. And I would go with Bell. Yeah, I would definitely go Bell. I think uh, against Miami, they're really great against the pass, not so much against running backs. So, um, But if something crazy happens, I'd go Steven Jackson just because Green Bay, hot mess. And it's cold there, and it's at Green Bay. They're not going to pass. Mm-mm. 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 Next question. Okay, so we had this question about, and I'm so sorry, I have to switch from Facebook to Twitter because you know it's crazy town. We had a question. Is Eric Decker going to get four touchdowns again this week? Ha, 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 ha. It's funny, but I did bring up the fact that one of our um, followers, Casey Kasem, she was talking about how um, to be a homer, to draft everyone from your home team that you love doesn't make any sense and is terrible for fantasy unless you're a Bronco fan. And then I thought about it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she's right. And so even though Eric Decker's not going to get four touchdowns, you want to start him and everyone else on the team. Thoughts, ladies? Yeah, I, I don't – I mean, I cover the Denver Broncos, and I don't know when I ever have anybody under the bench. Never. I think I put Monte Ball under the bench one time because he fumbled on the goal line right before um, and made us lose the game, and that's like it. And that was more you know, so out or of spite. If they're, if they're injured, yeah, or if they're injured. But other than that, I mean, literally, like I always have a, almost all of them as must starts. A couple, maybe Eric Decker in and got calls, but we even had Monte Ball ranked as a flex. Yeah. But yeah. Decker's still not going to get yeah. four touchdowns again in one game. That's not going to happen. No. 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 Not at all. No. All right. And uh, we just have one more question. RB2 Quandary. It's a PPR league. Uh, CJ question K, which I think is funny. Vereen or Rainey? 
who for week 15 and 16? Rainy. Rainy Chris is Johnson a terrible Hills. schedule. Um, Shane Vereen and Chris Johnson. To me, it's Chris Johnson. Yeah. Pretty much hands down. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm going to check here. It's painful for me but to look at his have... grill, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> Come on. Oh. All I we think don't of care is that, they is look that like, as Nelly song. Those points. You know, talking about the Nelly song. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't recite it. I'm not the rapper in the family. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon's the rapper. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. You know. I know it's hot in her. I mean, I, that I know. <laughs> uh, I would say so. CJ2K plays Arizona next week. That's tough. But then he's at Jacksonville week 16. So that is definitely something to think about. And um, I can't remember what's going on with Tampa Bay. Oh, I think they have, like, St. Louis and Arizona. I don't know. I just think Rainey, this is kind of his last big week, but he gets a ton of work. So I think I'd go CJ2K and Vereen. Because Vereen gets catches and you're in PPR. Go with the hot hand that got you here. You're almost at the playoffs. Don't all of a sudden pull some totally random move out. Like go with the guys that got you here. This is when, yeah, this is when we play consistency cards. That's my rule of thumb. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not throwing Ted Ginn Jr. in my lineup and like hoping for the best right now. Like, you know, I'm <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> Teddy. I'm sticking with Decker, who's going to get me four touchdowns. <laughs> week in, week out. Week out. Bam. Well, thank you, Brandon. Thank you, everybody, for reaching us, out to us on Twitter and Facebook. It's always nice to hear from you guys. Well, let's we move into week 14. Houston Texans at Jacksonville Jaguars. Ladies, this is the... Game of the Game week. of the week. Oh, it's so good. Game of the week. Barely contain myself. <laughs> uh, and the oh. NFL Network is so pissed off right now that this is the game they have. Mm. Right? It's so good. It's so good. Jacksonville's defense is really good out of nowhere, though. By the way, they, yeah, they are. They are. They are sneaky good. Still, let's talk about the Texans, huh? Please. Right? Please. Everybody wants to hear about them. You do want to hear about Ben Tate, though. You know, you're nervous because he's been limited in practice, but don't be, you know, yes, he is hurt, but he's been hurt for weeks now, guys, and he's been going out there and crushing it in Foster's absence. You know, and Tate was limited in practice last week before the Patriots game, and I think we all saw what he did. I mean, he scored the most points out of all the running backs last week, so you can't be that upset the fact they're limiting him. They're just trying to keep him healthy in the home stretch right here because they really don't have any other backs, so... You definitely need to be playing Ben Tate, in my opinion. Andre Johnson, as well, is another must-start. The fact that Johnson only got three points two weeks ago against the Jaguars is a little concerning. But you shouldn't bench your stars, and that is what he is. You know, If you take that week out of the equation, he scored 40 points, 15 points, 11 points, and 12 points. All of those are starting numbers for you. Those are great weeks. So plan on having another great week. You know, and the Texans did, after all, put up some, a good fight against the Patriots, so that should be encouraging. Gut calls. I've got DeAndre Hopkins on this one. Ugh. I don't love this option, but if the Jags are able to shut Johnson down, <laughs> then Hopkins will be the beneficiary of that. 
And he was targeted five times and caught two passes for 77 yards. And he and Keenum haven't quite seemed to find that chemistry, that groove, that juju that they need, you know? So I would say maybe at max in a flex position. I don't love him in your actual wide receiver role. Bench, Case Keenum. Ugh, more than likely, you are in the playoffs right now, so you shouldn't be thinking about rocking the boat. And that is exactly what you'd be doing by starting Case Keenum. You know, stick with the guys that got you here, like we just said. Don't just throw Keenum in there. I just, I don't, uh, he's really hot and cold, so don't love it. Well, yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, play him if you got him. Maurice Jones-Drew. He's a big part of the Jaguars' offense. Yes, they don't have much of an offense, but what they have, it's MJD. So we are into him. He averages 13.58 fantasy points a game. So that's probably better than some of your current running backs. So put him in. Flex player, why not? I love him. Okay. Uh, he rushed 77 yards and had a touchdown. Throwing touchdown. Yep, he threw the ball. It's awesome. It's the second time he's ever thrown the ball. The first one was an interception, by the way, which I thought was hilarious. Um, Houston gives up the 13th most fantasy points to running back, so I'm all in with him. Jones Drew. Got calls. Cecil Short's the third. We have him ranked 28th, so most likely you're starting him. He's not my favorite, but oh well. Uh, Houston gives up the sixth fewest <laughs> fantasy points to wide receivers. So, again, not a great matchup either. Um, Schwartz is averaging 6.66 fantasy points. So if that doesn't scare you into playing him, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but if you play with three wide receivers, you know, he might be your best option. I would definitely look elsewhere for a better matchup this week. And bench Merc Lewis. I mean, the tight end. I almost forgot to rank him this week. Uh, so I did at 31. <laughs> so there you go. Um, he's averaging 1.94 fantasy points. He's really good. Hot. So bench. He's benched. Um, I'm going Houston because I don't know. You got to start off somewhere, right? So let's go Houston. Big win. Big win. I'm going Jags because you know what? I've been calling them the last few times that they've won. I feel pretty good about it. Jags at home. Game of the week. I'm also going Jags. <laughs> and I don't feel good about Yay. it. But I'm going Jags. <laughs> oh, nobody feels good about this game in general. So we'll just move on to a real game. Indianapolis Colts at Cincinnati Bengals, both 8-4. and four. Nice. If you happen to hate me on the podcast, you could tune out for the next, like, 10 minutes because I basically have all the matchups for the next few <laughs> <laughs> a few ones here. Stay with us. Stay. Just, I'm, just throw, I'm just throwing that out there for you. Um, playing who you got him for the Colts. We got Donald Brown. It only took the Colts the entire season, but they have finally downgraded Trent Richardson from the starting role and have handed oh. the reins over to Donald Brown. Shocking news, guys. I know it. You're shocked. Oh, my goodness. Right? <laughs> uh, I can't believe they actually officially announced that. But, I mean, I guess they kept starting Trent. So, Brown is your man. He responded well with 12 points. He should be considered an RB2 or a flex kind of role with the expected workload he's going to get as a starter. But the Bengals haven't given up a touchdown to a running back since week three. So that's not great. Cool. So we love a battle here. But if you'd feel better with Brown in, then you should Trent Richardson. My gut calls is Kobe Fleener. Guys like Kobe Fleener make your stomach turn when setting your lineups come playoffs. Because he borders on a must start. And depending on who you have, very well may be a start for you. But 
little little rough last week. And the fact that Luck has really been struggling isn't helping your confidence with Kobe Fleener right now. But overall, other than last week, he's been doing pretty well. So he's a gut call. Bench warmers, that leads me right into Andrew Luck. You know, the Colts' offense has really been struggling, like we said, and the Bengals have a really good defense. So this isn't going to be a really solid week for him. And, you know, the defense is getting up the seventh fewest points to quarterbacks. So this is not we ranked him a 19th. lucky week. Yeah, he's ranked 19. Boom. Not good. Not good. We punish people here at Her Fantasy. <laughs> yep. We don't let it slide. <laughs> uh, T.Y. Hilton is also on the bench, guys. Again, just problematic because of luck. Cincinnati Bengals, your must-starts, Mr. A.J. Green. As we mentioned last week, don't pay attention to Dalton. His performance surprisingly has zero bearing on A.J. Green. Like none, which is no. it's a little weird. None. But <laughs> crazy, right? Like how could a quarterback be so bad and a receiver blow up? Is what it is. But, you know, Green scored the 10th most points last week, which makes him a wide receiver one. And the fact that Colts have basically just handed points over to wide receivers should make this a great matchup for Green. I also want to throw a little shout-out to the Bengals' defense. There's someone you should also consider because they are playing the Colts. who have been pretty bad. Gut calls, Giovanni Bernard and Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis. I'm combining them together because they're like one person for me at this point in time. You know... <laughs> Things, well, things were looking really good for Bernard around week nine. You know, he started, and then he started tapering off. So, I mean, now we're back to that kind of status where we're not really sure which one of these guys is going to be getting, the, A, the majority of the touches, and B, who's getting you the most fantasy points. So, for me, that means they should be on your bench because, again, you're either in playoffs or right on the cusp of playoffs. So, I wouldn't risk it with one of these guys. On the bench, Andy Dalton. You should know at this point you aren't staring Andy Dalton. But I'm just going to tell you this for good measure, just in case you actually haven't been listening to our podcast. Do not play Andy Dalton. I'm going to go Colts, guys. I don't really know why, but they keep winning for no good reason. Well, I'm going Cincinnati Bengals, and we all know why. I hate you, Colts. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing that that there are so few teams that have beat the Broncos, because otherwise, Courtney would just be filled with contempt. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, I'm going to choose the Bengals. I think the Colts are losing heart a little bit. It's like the opposite of last year. I agree. Not to be a downer, but... But they keep winning, and they're so, like, not... They're playing terribly at winning. It's very weird. I also want to point out that we ranked Brown 32 and Trent Richardson 62. Stop talking to me about Trent Richardson. It's over. (laughs) We broke up a long time ago, and I don't even want him to return. Any text messages I send to him when I'm wasted, it's over. It's over. It's done. You shouldn't yeah, be drunk so dialing him at this point. Like, it should just be, like, not even no. in your head. Well, that's what everyone he is. There's, no. They keep drunk dialing him. They're like, is it possible? No, it's not. <laughs> Get sober. Realize it it's over. It's done. Cleveland Browns at New England Patriots. I think this game could be closer than most people think for the fact that Browns are 4-8 and eight and the Patriots are 9-3. and three. I'm just going to throw that I out agree. there. Browns, play him if you got him. Josh Gordon. Wow. Did he have a week last week? Freak. Freak. It was just a freakish freakish week period, right? I mean, three receivers blew up. (laughs) Josh Gordon, Alshon Jeffrey, and Eric Decker. It's crazy to think that Gordon got 38 points and was not the highest scoring Mm. wide receiver last week. It's crazy town. Crazy. 
crazy. <laughs> but he's been doing really well. I mean, no, he's not getting you 30 points every single week, but he's doing double digits. He is a guy that you have to play. He's going up against the Patriots, who are middle-of-the-pack defense. So, you know, this guy could basically win alone. He could win your matchup for you, which is borderline sad. When you got a player brain in almost 40 points for you, it's crazy. So let's just hope that the third-string quarterback won't be the starter. As you know, we've got kind of Whedon and Campbell. We're unsure what's going on here with injuries. Got calls. I have absolutely nobody. And then got calls from the Browns. You were really only all in on Gordon. And my bench warners are Jordan Cameron. This one's a little controversial. I'm put him on the bench again. But it's been really ugly. You know, and Cameron, the last four outings has just been terrible. And don't get nostalgic. Drunk dialing him. Wanting to remember the good times. Don't do it. It's over. Don't do it. It's, it's over. over. I ranked him number 13. I, I'm, I'm over him. You're kind of over him. He's Th- not in my thir- top 10. 13's like booty call status. Like, yeah, I'm lonely tonight. <laughs> you guys forget it's tight end positions. Yeah. What am I going to put higher than him? Ed Dickerson? <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. Like, it gets pretty thin after 10. Yeah, I completely agree. In fact, I have Jordan Cameron and Kobe Fleener, which is actually good team management. But I think sure. I hate them both now. Yeah. Yes. I also Hates have Fleener and Cameron, and I'm probably playing Fleener. Oh, I think I am too. I want. I want to look. At Cam- I want to look at Jordan Cameron all day long. Like that's why he's still on my like borderline calling between like midnight and two a.m. list, but not in my starting lineup. Nope. Yeah, it's hard for me not to rank Fourier from Detroit because he's so good looking. He is adorable, isn't like. he? You can always oh, rank him 32, 33. Adorable. Maybe next year we should have a hotness ranking. Like we have like our actual position rankings and then we have like the hotness ranking. Right. Which is like totally we wish garbage. you we wish you were a good fantasy player. Right. Rankings. Right. right. I wish I got to see so more. So we could call you my TV fantasy time. husband. Yeah. Josh yeah. Freeman, I'm still rebounding from that. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> sad. Rough. So sad. Mm. Mm. Well, the New England pa- Patriots, actually. Patriots, yes. Playing if you got them. I've got Tom Brady and Rob Gonkowski. You know, it only took Tom Brady almost the entire regular fantasy season for him to actually work his way back into a starting role. But welcome, welcome back. Glad to have you back on track, buddy. Um, but the B- Browns fall dead center in the defensive pack when it comes to keeping quarterbacks at bay. So this should be a good week for Brady, which in turn always means a good week for Gronkowski because he's his go-to guy. So both of these guys are playing if you got them. These are no-brainers. I borderline shouldn't even have to write this down on paper for you at this point now. But it is what it is. Gut calls. My very favorite, Shane Vereen. Ugh. You know it. God, I don't even like talking about him. You know, I just like dislike people for no good reason. <laughs> why? I don't know. I just don't like him. No. <laughs> I don't know. If I, if I knew, I would tell you why. I just don't know. And I don't really love Julian Edelman either. He's also in my gut calls. I don't like either of these guys. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. They're both ranked 27th, which I like. Yeah. Well, again, I think my issue here is just the fact that A, it's Belichick. B, it's the Patriots, and it's like he runs his receivers and his running backs in a committee-like kind of situation here. So you don't know which receiver is going to blow up. You don't know which running back he's really going to use. Vereen seems to have the hot hand right now, but Bolden also gets a lot of play right now. So, I mean, you know, go with your gut for me. I feel like it's a little dicey. Unless maybe you're PPR league, then Vereen's a better option. But, again, I don't love it. 
And I don't have any obvious people on the bench for the Patriots, guys, which I feel like is very generous of me, as about five weeks ago I had the entire team on the bench, if you recall correctly. <laughs> I do. Do you recall? My yeah. favorite, one of my favorite weeks. <laughs> uh, who's your pick, Ashley? I'm going to go Patriots. Are, are, is anyone here watching Coven, the American Horror Story? I see bits and pieces of no. it. No. Okay. Well, they're witches. And um, Jessica Lange is the supreme. She's the supreme witch. And I think that's Bill Belichick. I'm going mm. Patriots. He's Jessica Lange. I like it. I'm sure he like loves it. that comparison. <laughs> well, she's hot, so you're welcome, Belichick. <laughs> So what she means by that is that she's picking the Patriots to win. Based on witchcraft. Based on that. And I, too, am picking the Patriots. I don't like it, but I'm doing it. So let me ask you, Brian. Here we go. Who's the the Kathy Bates of the NFL that who is also in Coven right now? Mm. Rex Ryan? I know. No, San Francisco's Kutch. No. Let me think about it. I'm going to come up with it, though. Um, (gasps) Oh, Tom Coughlin. Who? Tom Coughlin. Old, cranky, from another era. Tom Cockett is a Kathy Bates. Yeah, but not <laughs> racist. We'll take that element out. But the Locked kinda... in a cage. Sure. Right. Locked in a cage. From another era. Um, yeah. Love it. All right. <laughs> Oakland Raiders at New York Jets. Moving on. Play him if you got him. Oakland's defense. Hey. hey. Going against the Jets. Why not? Why not pick oh up my. of the week? The Jets give up the second most fantasy points to defenses. They're owned in 11% of leagues, so pick them up. Gut calls Rod Streeter. He might not have had the best game last week, and I know I talk about him like he's my boyfriend. But if Denarius Moore is out again for week 14, Streeter is the go-to guy. So the Jets give up the six most fantasy points to wide receivers. So I'm into him. Or Holmes. Holmes got a lot of points last week. Again, if Moore is out, both guys are good plays just because they're going against the Jets. Yeah. You know who Rod Shearer reminds and, me of, um, Courtney? Hell. You know when you're, like, in school and, and you have a friend that doesn't go to the same school with you and, and you're going through a yearbook and you're like, ooh, this is the hot guy. And then your friend's like, what? Really? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It's like Rod Shearer's that guy that you can't quite explain why you love him so much. That's it's true. It well, it's because it's the Oakland Raiders, and I have to cover them. And who else is there to talk about? So it's Rod Streeter, my friends. True. I like him. I like him. It's gotta and be a hot guy. I will class. tell you. Yeah, exactly. And Rashad Jennings is not that hot guy in the class this week, guys. And put him on the bench. I hate to do that because Jennings is good, but it's playoffs, people, and we want to win. Jennings had a concussion last week. And if he comes back, he'll definitely be sharing the ball more with McFadden just because I'm sure he's going to be a little not himself. Um, plus, the Jets are really tough against the running back. They give up the second fewest fantasy points. So I don't love Jennings this week at all. Sorry. Benched. It's tough out there. Uh, New York Jets, play him if you got him. I said, ouchie. No must starts. I think that's... An understatement. Uh, gut calls. <laughs> I'm putting Chris Ivory in there. That take you all of two there. seconds. 
Yeah, that was no thought. Uh, because he's the only player on the team capable of even a modicum of fantasy production. And in the last four weeks, he's averaged 8.87 fantasy points per game in non-PPR leagues. And so you could do worse for a flex, especially if you've been using Jordy Nelson for a flex or someone that you know is on a team that's really struggling. Something to think about. Uh, bench warmers, everyone else. Geno Smith has scored negative fantasy points in two of his last three games. Literally. Um, the ship is sinking. Don't let your fantasy, fantasy team follow suit. Okay, guys? Don't do it. So sad. My pick is the Raiders. And I know what their picks are, and they're nuts. Go ahead. Jets, baby. Uh. I'm just going with Jets because Courtney seems to be the best at picking teams. So I'm just, I knew she'd pick the Jets. So I'm going Jets. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the team. It's so funny. I've got three matchups that I don't care. And this week I did, did go away from one of them, but I don't care who it is. I always go against the Colts and I always pick the Jets like every week. It's just going to be the same. I, you know, I don't, I don't do coverage on them. So don't worry. I'm not biased on them. Um, but I can be biased on my picks. You guys don't care about those. I do. <laughs> and we're moving on to the Kansas City Chiefs at Washington Redskins. Great. So the Chiefs, play them if you got them. Alex Smith. Alex Smith. I'm, I'm telling oh, you, you guys. She's going for it. She's going for it. Her fantasy football has been all over this since the get-go. And we, are, we just continue to baffle as to why. Fantasy experts far and wide just refuse to acknowledge numbers and his value. It's unbelievable. Over the last four weeks, he's averaged 22.8 fantasy points per game. That's the third best average in the league, only behind Nick Foles and Russell Wilson. Hello. If you watch the Chiefs games, these numbers don't even make sense because his receivers just drop the balls. Could you imagine if people could actually catch? I'm just telling you people. Stop. Realize what's going on. Stop playing people that don't make sense. Okay, thanks. And he's adorable. So, and he's not. He is. He's, he's, he seems is. like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, Washington also gives up the eighth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks, and you've seen them play. <laughs> Sad. It's ugly. So. I would look for a good game by him. And then, of course, Jamal Charles. And, frankly, Kansas City defense is back, you guys, against that ugly, sad little Washington team. Lots of turnovers. Uh, no gut calls because you either love them and play them or you're on your bench. And by bench warmers, I mean all those receivers that drop balls. The only one that's remotely decent is Dwayne Bowe. He's ranked at 29. But can you trust him? This is the playoffs. Do you really want a guy who drops balls in the open field when he has a touchdown waiting for him? You don't want to kill yourself on Sunday, like watching and being like, oh my gosh, you're having a heart attack because you can't believe it. Save yourself the stress. Don't start a wide receiver. Yeah, you're already going to have a heart attack watching the Washington Redskins. Right, so exactly. Why add to that, right? Pick your let's poison, Let's your Skins fan. Let's... let's well, let's be honest, or if you have any of the players on that team, because this is not the team that's the role model of consistency. Oh. Okay? RG3 has it's just been glorious not. to watch all year long. What are you talking oh. about? Oh, man. Morris has been all over the board this year. Last week, he had 26 yards rushing and a touchdown, another 27 yards receiving. Woohoo! 
11.3 fantasy points in standard leans. And that is his best performance in the last three weeks. So, yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's going to – I think he's going to be a top ten running back, and you can't bench your studs, and he's still your stud. And, yeah, so there we go. Kansas City does give up some points to running back, so I think if Washington's going to score points, it's going to be him. And it might be RG3 running the ball in because he feels like he's the only person on the team now. Um, 207 <laughs> yards <sighs> passing, one touchdown, and he ran for 88 yards. So there you go. Um, he could feel the pressure he had on his shoulders for sure. I think he was trying to prove something. Um, and, you know, Kansas gives up the 16th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So garbage man might be back this week guys but might it be. is rg3 so there's no guarantee he was last week bam so he yeah he's yeah he was back but let's all not forget about the week before that so um that's <laughs> why we? he falls in got calls that's why i'm gonna say good luck may the garbage man be with you oh Garbage. Moving on, <laughs> Pierre Garçon. We have him ranked fit 14th, but man, he was awful last week. Ugh, he, bad. He was so bad. Drop, fumble. Ugh, gosh. And he has been averaging 5.5 points over his last three games. Hmm. That is not something that I feel confident going with into my playoffs. So, yikes, yikes. Whoop. But with that said, Eric Decker burned Kansas City's defense with 41 points. So. Maybe it's Garcon this week. Who knows? Who knows? I, think that's I a, am putting we're a far cry from that. Yeah, I'm putting Jordan Reed on the bench this week, and this is why. Reed was out again last week against the Giants with a concussion. He hasn't played a full game since Week Ten, and that kind of scares me. Mm. Kansas City gives up the fewest fantasy points to tight ends. I don't love that. So, ooh, I don't like it. But that. I'm going Chiefs. <laughs> Washington. Mm. Yeah. I wrote out yeah. Washington equals scary times. And I mean it. Yeah. However, RG3 is the definition of real football is not fantasy football. So don't be fooled. That guy will get points. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. I say you can be fooled by RG3, and that is, that is a scary thing. He can get you 24 points in the fourth quarter, but he can also end the game with five. Mm. I would prefer Alex Smith. Well, yeah. Well, Just yeah. Saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no brainer. Although we have him ranked him one up. above him, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Minnesota Vikings at Baltimore Ravens. Vikings, hot team, guys. Hot. Nope. This should be quick. <laughs> uh, Adrian Peterson is the only person that you should care about on this team, like every other week. Uh, you know, he is the star of his team. He's a must-start. He always and forever will be until he retires. He scored the fourth most points out of all the running backs last week. And the Ravens give up the fourth fewest points wide receivers, but Peterson is a better-than-average back, so I don't think you should be too nervous. Again, you'd be crazy town to not start Adrian Peterson going into playoffs like this is not the time to try to think outside the box don't do it gut calls nope bench warmers everybody else yes even greg jennings he had one hot week but do not be lured into the jennings don't do it bench him <laughs> everybody's bench but adrian peterson it is what it is people 
And hey, guess what? The Baltimore Ravens are playing against the Minnesota Vikings. Play them all. Yeah, you bet you know one. Joe Flacco. Hey, we got him ranked at 25. I don't like that. I say he's a must start this week, Oof. folks. Must start. <laughs> I mean, he's playing against Minnesota Vikings. They give up so many points. The most fancy points to opposing quarterbacks. And although Flacco is Flacco, Minnesota Vikings defense is Minnesota Vikings defense. I'm all in. It's playoffs, people. This guy is going to be a consistent, high-scoring guy this week only. This week only. Moving on, Torrey Smith. <laughs> we have him ranked number 10. I think he's, a, I think he's yeah. a start. Six catches, 93 yards, and a touchdown last week. That is a Thanksgiving feast. Thank you, Tori Smith, for finally playing. Well played, Courtney. They give up the... Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I wrote that line just for you, Ashley. The Vikings, who are allowing the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. We saw what Alshon Jeffries did to them last week. Tori Smith, it's your turn. Hey, guess what? Justin Tucker. What? Kickers do matter, people. Tucker had more points last week than Jamal Charles, Calvin Johnson, LaShawn McCoy, and Alfred Morris, all of which, which I'm sure were drafted in your first two rounds of your draft this year. Mm-hmm. Tucker. I ranked him number one. Bam. <laughs> Ray Rice. I have him under gut calls, which he's ranked number 16, so you're probably playing him, but it's Rice. He had a really rough year. Ugh. I, I don't feel comfortable with him, but if that's your best option, this is the week to play him. They give up, Vikings give up the third most fantasy points, so there you go. And nobody's on the bench, you guys. Vikings are bad. And with that, I'm going Ravens. But I don't really know why. I'm also Just because the Vikings are really bad. I'm changing my pick. I'm going Vikings because A, you they always won go last Vikings. Week. No. Yeah. A, they won last week. B, they tied the week before. And C, they've gotten better on all defensive fronts in the last four games. Joe Flacco's gotten worse. He's only averaged 11 points in the last four games. Mm. Play him. Play him. Vikings. I'll tell you who you're not playing. The Atlanta Falcons. That's who you're not playing. At the Green <laughs> Bay Packers. Who you're also not playing. <laughs> yeah. I actually wrote out there are no must stars from Atlanta Falcons and this should be no surprise to you. Seriously. Nice. Sh- I mean, come on. They're three and nine. They're just bad. What was surprising though was Roddy White though, guys. He had a big week. Yeah. Right? You know, but it was only one big week. Yeah. I mean I, mean, I think <laughs> I'm gonna start him over Victor Cruz. I like it. Yeah, I'd probably Dicey. do that, too. I'm into it. I mean, you shouldn't risk playing this guy in the but... playoffs, but, yeah, I mean, depending on who you have. I'm in the playoffs, so I'm going to do All it. Right, I'll be on board with that. Harry Douglas, guys, is a bit more of a stable pick than Roddy White, I would say. You know, he has scored decent points in the past three weeks, so he's a better choice if you want to go that route. Hopefully you have a better option, but if not, you could do much, much worse. He's going up a week secondary, so you should be in pretty good shape with either one of these guys. Um, Steven Jackson, again, we got kind of as a gut call here. He's had back-to-back pretty good weeks, so you can feel okay with that. Maybe in the flex or RB2 role, especially because the Packers did give up the 10th most fantasy points to running backs. Bench warmers, Matt Ryan. You haven't played him in weeks, and this week should be no different, people. Ryan easily had his best game in weeks and still didn't break into the top 15. 
So that means he should be on your bench. Green Bay Packers, Eddie Lacy. He had an atrocious game last week. Like, terrible. Mm, sadness. Yeah, but luckily for you, the Falcons' front seven are nearly as good as the Lions' front seven. Aren't, sorry, aren't nearly as good. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah. Not quite the same caliber. Uh, but they've been leaning on Lacey all season with Rodgers out, and this week is going to be no different. You know, they shouldn't be an issue with plowing through the seventh-worst rush attack in the league. So feel good about Lacey. My gut calls James Jones. Of all the wide receivers, he's been struggling with the absence of Aaron Rodgers the least, I would say. Um, he seems to be faring better than the others, at least in the past couple of weeks. So if you've got Jordy Nelson, you're a little bit disappointed right now. Let's be honest yeah. with that. Um, but the good news is that the Falcons have given up just slightly over one touchdown a week to wide receivers. So one of these wide receivers is going to get a touchdown. My money's going to be on James Jones. He seems to be getting a look in the end zone. JJ. JJ. Bench warmers, Matt Flynn and Aaron Rodgers. We aren't, we're not quite sure who's going to be playing. It's really funny because I used in our outline Matt Flynn as a placeholder so I could type notes. And I mistakenly left him on the bench for like three other teams completely <laughs> you know i didn't mean to do that but apparently matt flynn is benched in just the entire nfl on every team apparently <laughs> yeah good but he deserves yeah, that but keep an eye on aaron Rodgers. i don't know if i'd love it i mean at least he's playing a really crappy atlanta falcons but still coming back from an injury a collarbone injury is no joke he only has passed two out of his three thus far he has not been medically cleared so don't get your hopes up i'm gonna go packers guys Brandon. Oh, um, oh yeah, I'm going Falcons. <laughs> Seriously. I always go Falcons and they never win, so I'm going Packers. <laughs> I'm going to switch it up this time. I'm going to get a little crazy and pick the, I don't know, worse, better team? I'm not sure in this case, but I'm going Packers. Good luck with that Atlanta pick. It's really done me dirty lately. We got the Buffalo Bills at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow, Bills. This week, no must starts. Mm. Moving on, got calls. I'm going with EJ Manuel again, you guys. EJ put up another consistent performance against the Falcons last week in Buffalo, throwing for a touchdown and rushing for another. Manuel scored 18.7 points. You know, hey, why not? Manuel gets the Tampa Bay defense, which gives up the fourth um, most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. So if you're in a deep league, Go with consistency. C.J. Spiller. He's coming off an impressive game against the Falcons. Uh, you know, but oh, I'm worried about him. I'm just worried about him in general. Tampa Bay's defense that gives up the eighth fewest fantasy points is not something I'm super excited about. Spiller shows up and gut calls because he appears to be injured, and I don't like that. It's in his ankle. He's a running back. Ooh. And he splits the balls with Fred Jackson. We have ranked uh, nine positions up, which I still agree with. Jackson is coming off a 19.8-point performance, which is awesome. If I were to pick one to play, I'd pick Jackson. I'm guessing you don't have both. And this might just be your best option. So I'm scared against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is sneaky good. Mm. Reggie Bush, LaShawn McCoy, and Marshawn Lynch all had success against um, the Bucks. So there is a chance. And if I were going to pick one, it's Freddie. Although I have him under Fed, which I kind of like. Um, <laughs> K-Fed. From hey, K-Fed. Mm -hmm. It's J-Fed. we got a J-Fed going on. 
bench, Stevie. Sorry. At this point, you know, he can't be trusted. Get him out of your lineups. Mm. Bench him. Tampa Bay, play him if you got him. So Vincent Jackson is the most frustrating top-tier wide receiver in the league. Am I right? Am I right? This guy's unbelievable. Other than Victor Cruz, which I don't even consider a top-tier guy anymore, so I guess that's its own issue. Um, Last week he only caught three passes for 75 yards, 60 of which was in one play. Um, So that was one of – that was an okay week. But Buffalo gives up the second most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. So I guess one more time. We're going to try this one more time. Um, Also, you know, Bobby Rainey is listed as a must-start because of his unbelievable workload, and Shiano loves him. Uh, Bench warmers, or uh, gut calls, I actually just skipped by accident, but really we're skipping it because there's no one. Um, Bench warmers, everyone else. Uh, Yeah, so this week they play Buffalo, then they play San Francisco, then St. Louis, then New Orleans. No thank you. That's a terrible ending to a schedule for fantasy owners. So... It's sad, but if you're in a dynasty league, consider holding on to Mike Glennon and Tequan Underwood. I also love him and his kid play haircut. Mm-hmm. I'm going Tampa because they're home. And you know what? I like them. But the Bills are pretty good. I'm going Bills. Although this is another really good game. This, should, this one should be Thursday night. Yeah, I'd like to watch this one. <laughs> yeah, this one is going to be a good game. I'm going Tampa, though. Tampa. Tampa's, you know, they're, they're kind of on a hot streak. They're coming back at the end of the season. I mean, it's a little too little too late, yeah, but they're still doing go. better. All right, guys, make sure you check us out on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network. And again, congratulations, guys. We're proud of you. Moving on to Miami Dolphins and Pittsburgh Steelers. Guess who's playing if you got him? Caleb. I like him. Kickers matter, people. I'm talking about him this week. It's playoffs, and they could score you 12 points, which is more than some wide receivers. <laughs> Let's be honest. Struges has put up two great weeks in a row, scoring 11 and 12 points in each game. This week against the Pittsburgh, I feel like is going to be a field goal battle with these two defenses. So I like it. Temperatures for Sunday's game are expected to be, to be below freezing, which only helps the kickers. Do it. Let's do it. Pittsburgh gives up the eighth most fantasy points to uh, fantasy kickers. So, yeah. Brian Hartline got calls. Hartline had a great game last week, catching nine passes, 127 yards, and a touchdown. Told you so. There's my moment. Um, You know, Ike Taylor is going to be covering Wallace um, one-on-one, which means, you know, they're going to be – You know, there's going to be opportunity for Heartline. I like him. I don't like him. He might have eight points, which is better. If that's better than some of your wide receivers, then I'd say play him. Lamar Miller. Ooh. Should be an interesting week for this running back for the Dolphins. Last week against the Jets, he averaged 3.3 yards per carry. That sounds terrible, but against the best rush defense in the league, it's kind of a small victory. Baby steps. Um, The Steelers give up the 14th most points, and, you know, he doesn't have an offensive line, which kind of brings him down but he's not awful and I'm benching Wallace Ike's Ike's a serious man you guys and I like his name and he's covering Wallace and it's just no go for him 
And Ryan Tannehill, well, he gave you 22 points last week. It was nice, but it's over. We're breaking up, and it's done. You're benched. <laughs> Steelers play him if you got him. Le'Veon Bell. Okay, so clearly he had this... I don't know if you guys saw it or not on Thanksgiving, or maybe you were hanging out with your family. Congratulations. Um, he, at the end of the game, basically went into the end zone and had his helmet knocked off and had to be escorted off the field and had a concussion, et cetera, et cetera. But the good news is that he was a full participant at practice on Wednesday. Hey! So he was hey. to play. Terrible hit. It also took away his touchdown, which was just kind of like, really? You take away the poor guy's touchdown? He gave up everything for that touchdown. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. he literally just sacrificed his soul. Ooh. It really wasn't so in the was holiday sad. spirit to take that away. I know. Mm. I was like, bah humbug. He's going to need to work on his chakra six and seven. Courtney watched Dr. Oz today and got into chakras. It's a thing. <laughs> like every day. We'll put it on the website. Um, so I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't watch soap operas. It's my thing. It's my thing. <laughs> I love it. Um, Miami gives up the eighth most fantasy points to running backs, and Le'Veon Bell's awesome, so he's the guy. Antonio Brown, um, it, you know, to be honest with you, I love him, but he might not have a great week. We ranked him high like everyone else. It's just the way that it is. If you're in PPR, he's always a must-start. But Miami gives up the second-fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Last week, he only caught five passes for 59 yards. And then also, we just think they're going to run a lot. I mean, you don't seat your studs, but I guess I'm just warning you. I'm a bad person. Uh, Gut calls Heath Miller, I guess... If you're in PPR, fine. Tight ends are just so bad right now, like Courtney said. He's probably a must-start or close. Mm. Mm. Moving on. Ben Roethlisberger, mm. bad matchup. Miami gives up the third-fewest points. You have better options. But, you know, he's been great. And you know what? In Week 16, he plays Green Bay. Think about it. I'm going Steelers. And I realized I liked them as a kid. I was talking to Carson about this, my husband, and... I was like, you know, I was always kind of a Steeler fan because, you know, there were the steel curtain when we were kids, and I don't know. Yeah, I got the bus, my bus. Got the spit yeah. shield. Cordell Stewart from CU, I, which is from Colorado right? or home state. Mm-hmm. I've always liked the Steelers as well. They're one of my favorite teams. I mean, it's not like the Broncos, but I do like them. And I'm going to also choose the Steelers to win this week. Golden black. Let's do it. Steelers, I'm all in as well. Sweep. Sweep. Detroit Lions at Philadelphia Eagles. Claim if you got them. Matthew Stafford. Duh. <laughs> Duh. If RG3 can put up 23 points against the Eagles, imagine what Stafford can do. Must start. <laughs> Calvin Johnson. Duh. Eagles give up the most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers, and it's Megatron. Player of the week. Just calling it. Reggie Bush, we have him ranked number 13 after breaking his promise not to fumble again. Bush torched the Packers for 117 rushing plus a touchdown and 65 yards receiving. I like it. I will never die. Never. I will never die. <laughs> oh, man. 
It's so good. Uh, but we're playing him. It's Bush. He's awesome. He's very much a, if you build it, it will come kind of guy. That's right. That's right. That's I will right. never He's just so positive. Again. And I like it. I like it. Um, no gut calls. We got a couple guys on bench. Uh, Nate Burleson, you're on the bench because you zeroed out last week, and that wasn't nice to us. I don't want to So out of principle, it. you were on the bench, <laughs> although he probably will get some points because they're playing against the Philadelphia Eagles secondary, which is really bad, but I don't know. I wouldn't do it. And Joyke Bell, you know, he put up 18.8 points against the Packers, you know, He's just a roller coaster player, and I, I don't think that's what you want to play with when it comes into playoffs. I like consistency, so that's that. The Eagles. Nick Foles, guys. He keeps producing week in and week out. He put up 23 points last Number week, one. which makes him makes the third 20-plus point performance in a row. You know, And before that, it was 40 points. So he scored the fourth most points out of all the quarterbacks last week, so starting him with confidence this week is what you should be doing. The Lions allow points, so look for Foles to take advantage of that. LaShawn McCoy didn't have the best week last week, but he did still score double-digit points. You know, he certainly is an RB2 at the minimum, even despite playing the Lions defense to give up the sixth fewest points. LaShawn McCoy is still good. You don't bench your stars. You got to go with him. Got calls. I've got Deshaun Jackson and Riley Cooper. They probably should be must-starts, but I just felt bad, like, literally starting the entire Eagles team for, like, a fifth week in a row. But why not? Courtney does it with the, pay- with the Lions, with the, uh, Lions and, the, and the Broncos every week. I know. And she's right. I know. It's right. <laughs> you know, but neither of these right. guys blew up last week, per se. You know, and they were playing against the third-worst secondary in the league, and Foles will be hot. So I like them this week. I do. On the bench, I do have the Eagles defense for obvious reasons. You are playing the Lions. Although Stafford seemingly has been throwing some interceptions recently, but he still scores a ton of points on you, so I don't love him. Put him on your bench. I'm going to go Eagles, guys. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm picking the Eagles. Detroit with the upset. Roar! How does (laughs) Katy Perry do it? I was going to say, I might say the Katy Perry song. Roar! There you go. <laughs> I don't even know how this sounds like a lion at all. I thought that was the weirdest song. That and the Wrecking Ball song. Because when I think of Wrecking Ball, I think Miley. of like metal. But I don't think of Miley or a tongue sticking out. But I also don't mm. think of... Oh, man. It's so... it. All of that was so wrong. And you know what? I love the Lions. Um, they're my second favorite team, I think. But something weird's going on with the Eagles. Some would say magical. So I'm going with the Eagles. I'm into it. Ooh. I need I need the Lions to do well, though, for my fantasy team. But I think the Eagles are going to win. I'm guessing this will be the game of the week. <gasps> game of the week. Mm. Um, fantasy orgy. Fantasy orgy right there. Mm-hmm. I to, I, I'm going to Costco boyfriends. this weekend. I can Good. stock up. Stock up, people. Tennessee Titans at Denver Broncos. Tennessee. 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 Remember that song? Nope. I'm going to have to send you the video no. again. By the way, I did do that, people, with Hello, Good Morning. I sent this video, and they don't think it sounded the same. But anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so must starts. 
Play them if you got them, people. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm telling you, you guys, I've been all over this. We're calling it like we see I it. I started him last week. F- did you love yourself? I did. I had. I start. I picked him up over Andrew Luck, and my dad was like, "That was a dumb decision." And he scored me more points than Luck. It was a good choice. Felt good about it. Good it was girl. a good choice. It was a good choice, and that wasn't even one of his better games. All I'm saying is Denver gives up the fifth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks since uh, and since becoming a starter, Fitzpatrick averages 19.81 fantasy points per game. That's good. And for bonus, in the five games that he's played as a starter, he's rushed for three touchdowns. Nice. He really likes to rush a lot, which is just extra points for your fantasy teams. And he has an epic beard. Mm-hmm. Carson's which really helps with the quarterback sneak. He talks about it. It helps with the quarterback sneak. Because you know what? It's like, who's that guy? He's behind a beard. I can't tell. Um, I love him. Also, you're starting Chris Johnson. You know that if you own him. Same with Kendall Wright. You've picked him up. You own him. You get it, especially if you're in PPR. Got calls. I'm doing a gut call on Delaney Walker. Listen, he's... He's totally fabulous, but he got hurt. Concussion last game, super disappointing. But Denver gives up the third most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. Pretty much you want to start everybody against Denver, but especially tight ends. But he's still day-to-day. He didn't practice today, which is Wednesday. I don't know. Don't drop him, but do keep an eye on the injury reports. And then Tennessee defense, you don't ever start a defense against Denver ever, ever. You're welcome. Deep analysis. Boom. Boom. It's going to be even deeper on the Denver Broncos side. Play him if you got him. Everyone. Everyone. So true. Peyton Manning, 400 yards for the third time this season. He did have two interceptions, but he had five touchdowns. Amazing. We're playing him. No Sean Marino. We have him ranked number four. He's in. Love him. Uh-huh. Demarius Thomas, 106 yards receiving, no touchdown, but Thomas remains the top-end wide receiver on that team. I don't care what Decker does. He's the man. Wes Welker, you know, he's been on a drought lately, and I just feel like this is the week with him. I think that I think this is the week. I think he's going to have a Decker performance. Maybe not four touchdowns, but maybe mm-hmm. two. Maybe one in 100 yards. I like him. And I'm putting Eric Decker on gut calls just because there's no way that he can score four touchdowns again. Don't forget, the last game's totals were 4.2, 5.2, 7.1, and 0.5 points before he blew up with 41 points. Mm-hmm. Don't, let that, don't let the 41 points disguise his performance earlier. Still better than Victor Cruz. Still better than Victor Cruz. <laughs> I'm not oh. better. Monty Ball. He rushed for 117 yards, 13 carries. I like him as your second running back. It's crazy. I mean, or definitely a flex player. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been got calls because he is the number two guy, but with that ankle issue with Peyton Manning, you know, they do like to run the ball. So there's that. Bench warmers, Jacob Tammy. If Julius Thomas is in. You're going to play him because, again, tight ends are really, really bad after number 10. But Jacob Tammy is not the man to replace him. No. I'm going Denver Broncos because they're awesome. Broncos. Broncos. 
Broncos. We got the St. Louis Rams and Arizona Cardinals. All right. Play them if you got them. St. Louis defense. So cute little Carson Palmer, Palmer went back to his turnover ways last week with two interceptions and one fumble that he just gave the other team. So hopefully the Rams are going to capitalize on that and they'll be a great play. Um, I do like Arizona, but I, I don't know. They still give up a lot of points to opposing defenses, so that's something to think about. Um, and then Jared Cook, definitely um, this is only because uh, Arizona gives up the absolute most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. Jared Cook has terrible stats. You just play the matchup. May the force be with you. Zach Stacy is in the gut calls because he's been hurt. He was better, and then he only carried um, he carried the ball 19 times against San Francisco last week, and only got came away with 72 yards. Oof. So I would look for similar results this week against a really stout Arizona defense. And then Tavon Austin, you guys, he's so big play dependent. And last week he came back to to earth against San Francisco. So. Don't get cute. Don't start him over a guy who got you the playoffs. Just don't do it. Um, Cardinals, play him if you got him. Larry Fitzgerald and Michael Floyd. However, they go up against two of the toughest defenses against receivers the next two weeks, Tennessee and Seattle. So, yes, this week, play them. Do it. But the next two weeks, they go into gut calls. So that might be something to think about as you go into the playoffs. Uh, gut calls Richard Mendenhall. Why? Because St. Louis gives up the fifth most fantasy points to opposing running backs. And let's just be honest, Coach Bruce Arians loves him. And they're not going to rush Ellington back because they don't want to risk worsening his knee injury. And if Ellington's out, I think Mendenhall's worth a look. I know Won't you're saying it's the playoffs. It. Yep. Nope. I'm just telling you, they got to run. And I'm telling you, it's Mendenhall. I know, but you guys... Anyway, it's it's just a thought. And then uh, Benchwarmer's tight ends, uh, Rob Hausler. Although, um, he's been pretty, you know, consistent. Four catches, 49 yards per game. If you're in a PPR league, that is quite a few points. Um, But you know what? St. Louis is pretty great against opposing tight ends, so keep him on your bench. And... I'm going to go with the Cardinals because they're at home, and that's the tiebreaker for me because I think they're pretty even, and I think it'll be a good game. I'm going Rams. I don't know why, but I think they're sneaky good. Go Although I, I love the Brand. Cardinals. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. We got the Seattle Seahawks at San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Russell Wilson. Why did you make me a liar last week? Why? I told uh, you. He had a great week, you know, I'll admit it. He set up his game and is making it hard to bench him. He scored the second most points out of all the quarterbacks last week. And the Niners have a tough defense and will be home. So don't expect the same kind of points he got last week, this week. But he's worth a look. He's right there on the cusp. We have him ranked number 14. So it really kind of depends on, um, you know, how many people are in your league. Seahawks defense, I also have them as a must-start, um, again, because we're going to hope that Kaepernick's going to pull a Kaepernick and just be throwing interceptions, fumbling the ball, being Kaepernick. That's what we're <laughs> going to hope for. 
Um, and, you know, and if you're able to shut Breeze down and Graham, like one of the most dynamic duos in all of the NFL, like you should feel pretty good about going up against Kaepernick right now. Marshawn Lynch, I have him ranked number two. I mean, he didn't make a big splash last week, but he's a consistent guy, and you're going to the playoffs, so I think he's someone that you should be looking at. Gut calls, Doug Baldwin. So he has run together four weeks that range between being pretty darn good and, and, and decent. You know, the few points, the fewest points he has scored in the last four weeks was seven, which you can't really complain about. I mean, he's been actually in double digits every other week. So, you know, so I feel good about it. And the Niners secondary wasn't as good as they, you know, have been in the previously. So I feel all right about that one. Bench, Zach Miller, he had a big game, 14 points last week and six points the week before that. But, I just I don't love it, guys. You're gonna be tempted to go with this oldie, but a goodie, and he's just not really a goodie anymore. So don't do it. And the Niners give up the second fewest points of tight ends, so that doesn't bode well. Don't love it. San Francisco 49ers play him if you got him. Nobody, nobody. Seahawks, they're real people. We all saw what they did with the Saints, and it's Oof. scary out there. It's yeah. scary. With that said. You know, San Francisco's got some real players. Vernon Davis, we have him ranked number six. You're probably going to play him because, let's be honest, who else are you going to play in the tight end position? Um, but they give up the 12th fewest points to opposing tight ends, so that's never fun. It's still Davis. Frank Gore, we have him in gut calls as well. We have him ranked number 34, so you might not actually be playing him this week. He's been scary in and out. In the last three games, Gore has had 16 points. But if you bench your stud, you know he's going to blow up. So it's kind of scary. Frank Gore is a scary guy. Anquan Bolden, ranked number 40. He's he's coming in, right, guys? I mean, with Michael Crabtree and Mario Manningham just playing, like, run down the field, uh, Anquan Bolden's getting open. He's getting the ball. I kind of like him. kind of like him. Bench, Michael Crabtree, Mario Manningham. Although keep... Keep them in mind for later on in your playoffs because they can start to play, but for right now, they're just getting getting their feet under them. Colin Kaepernick, we have him ranked number 20. It's the Seahawks. He's benched. You're benched. Anyways, my pick is, um, I don't know, the 49ers. I don't know why I'm going crazy. Go 49ers. I'm going Seahawks, but I don't feel good about it. I'm also <laughs> going Seahawks. Like it. We get the New York Giants, the San Diego Chargers. All right, people. Obviously, you're going to start Andre Brown. He's just proven it to you over and over again. However, another must start is Brandon Myers. Why? Because once again, people, tight ends are terrible. Uh, however, he's had back-to-back games with, tight, with touchdowns. It seems like Eli can't throw much farther than a tight end, so <laughs> go for it. Um uh. You know, a lot of other people had him ranked lower than that, and I was like, no. No. He's up there. You know, why not? Um, Victor Cruz is under gut calls because I'm punishing him. You guys, I can't take it anymore. I cannot take it. So, he's ranked 18. That's probably sensible, but let me tell you, when he has 11 points and that's considered his standout game for the last 10 weeks, you really need to reevaluate. <laughs> anyway, the Chargers do give up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers, but they've had great matchups before and he's done nothing. So, anyway, 
Sadly, if you drafted Cruz and kept playing him like I did, then you probably didn't make the playoffs. So good luck in the consolation round. <laughs> Benchwarmers New York Giants defense. Um, they were great, and I told you to start them for quite a few weeks, but um, San Diego gives up the eighth fewest fantasy points to opposing defenses. JPP is hurt. The team's losing steam. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> Ashquay. Chargers. You know, I don't really have any must-starts. There's a lot of gut calls on the, on the verge of must-starts, so let's just skip right to those. Ladarius Green, which is really funny because Corey doesn't even have them ranked as a tight end. And in my head, he's like a wide receiver. I don't know what my deal is with this guy. But Rivers is finding a good connection with him in the past few weeks scoring. He's had no less than eight points in his last three matchups. So the Giants give up the ninth most points to wide receivers. They give up a lot to tight ends. So whether he's a wide receiver or tight end, whatever he feels like being that day, I think he's a good person to consider. Keenan Allen, even ranked number 15. You know, the rookie Allen has had two pretty good weeks. He's been pretty solid all season, and Rivers should be able to air the ball out against pretty bad Giants defense. So Keenan Allen is one you should look at. Chargers defense, again, with Brandon's absolute hatred of Eli Manning. If you haven't noticed, he does throw a few interceptions. Has a few. Uh-huh. I didn't even write. I didn't even do a write up from this week. Yeah, has a few uh, turnovers here and there. So that's turnovers are good for defenses. So you want to stick with the Chargers there. Bench. I've got Philip Rivers, which is tough because he's ranked number eleven, um, and he's bordering on a gut call. And and all my gut calls are bordering on starts just because they're playing the Giants defense, who is so bad. The problem is it's just been a lot of other quarterbacks that have been scoring more points, and I like their matchup a little bit more this week. So that's that's kind of that. I'm going to go Giants because I always choose the Giants, and I don't know why, and I should choose the Chargers as they will probably win, but I'm going to go Giants. I like it. I never choose the Giants. I will choose the Chargers. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to choose the Chargers just because my daughter likes uh, the lightning bolt on their helmets. So. Ooh, which one? Which daughter? The one that can speak. So yeah, the one that talks. You probably could express that she likes the lightning bolt. <laughs> well, the other one can point. <laughs> you point, yeah, point at the screen and do a little heart baby. sign. Yeah. <laughs> she can say gravy. Baby. No, baby. Oh, I thought you said gravy. I was like, oh, that's so funny. What a great one of her first words. Oh, that's funny. No, no, no. That's good stuff. No, I, my oldest, she loves she loves the lightning bolt. She's like, ooh, I like the Chargers. I do. Aww. And she likes the Jacksonville Jaguars, so I don't know what that says about her and her football taste, but that's okay. She does pray for Peyton Manning every night, so there's that. <laughs> Uh, we got the Carolina Panthers at New Orleans Saints. All right. So game of the week. So you're going to start Greg Olson once again, because we're in a tight end conundrum and the guy is old faithful, right? I mean, he just week in week out five passes, 85 yards. You can pretty much guarantee it. Um, ever since he's come back from his injury, I should say, but no problem. Cam Newton, however, okay, listen, I don't love this matchup. He's a top guy because he's a top guy. You know, he's the fourth highest scoring quarterback of the year, and he's super hot right now. But New Orleans gets to play at home. They give the six fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, and they're ticked off because they lost and were embarrassed on national television. <laughs> I mean, you don't bench but, your studs, but, man. 
But Mr. Mediocre Russell Wilson was able to score quite a few points against the Saints. I don't know why you say he's mediocre. He's the second highest quarterback in the last four weeks. Oh my gosh, we're not going to have the same argument again, ladies. Don't burn a to your app and find out how he feels. I will. I'll ask him about off the field activities. Um, Cut calls Carolina defense. Owners love the consistent production, but they're going up against New Orleans at home once again, ticked off because they got embarrassed. I don't know. They give up the third fewest fantasy points to defenses. I don't know if you play a defense against your breeze. And bench warmers, all wide receivers. I'm not even going to talk about it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> not if you're in the playoffs. So, moving I'm on. with you. I'm with you. I got Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham both as must starts. And that's just because their names are Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham. This is going to be a scary game, people. This is... Oh. Carolina's defense is no joke. And mm-hmm. it really worries me coming off a game like Seattle... Is are the Saints going to step it up? Or are they going to get blown out two weeks in a row? Is this going to be scary? You, you heard can't that bench. they got stuck in Seattle, right? No. Uh, yeah, something was wrong with their plane. They didn't even get back until late last night. Oh no. Yeah, that's they, um, that's fun. That's yeah, good Tuesday stuff. Night, they they had to spend the night in a hotel, and yeah, they had one last day of practice because they had to fly back later. No Aww. one got hurt or anything. It wasn't a problem. Anyway, just. Another wrinkle in the whole thing. In the whole thing. It's mm-hmm. not looking pretty. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're a comeback team. So you can't bench Graham. You can't bench Breeze. All of the wide receivers are in gut calls. I don't even feel like naming them because only God knows who is going to get the, the touchdowns, the yards. Who knows? It's really up in the air. It's scary. I'm happy I don't own in the, any of them. And if you do, oof. May the power be with you. You're probably not in the playoffs. <laughs> probably not in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, bench warmers. I got all the running backs on the bench. Carolina's defense has yet to be tested by a legit fantasy quarterback this year, I feel. So um, I think the rushing game's not going to be involved much. So I don't know. Carolina's defense held Marshawn Marshawn Lynch to 5.2 points and AP to 8.3 points. Only four times all year has a running back got over 10 points against them. So running back by committee, I don't love them. I'm benching all of them. And I'm going Carolina because I want them to win. And I don't know why, but I want them to win. Carolina's D is just so good, so I'm also going Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm going to New Orleans. Sorry, guys. They're at home. They just got their butts kicked. I think this. I think there's a possibility that Panthers are going to get humiliated. Actually. Oh, humiliated! You want to put money on that? No. Yeah. No. 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 I'm going to just say it. She doesn't feel that strongly about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just. It's talking. not even worth a dollar. Oh, their humiliation is oh, not man. worth a dollar. I'm into quarters, to be honest. But you're not even into that, so that's fun. Um, <laughs> well, there you go. It's going to be a fun game to watch. You'll be uh, thinking of Brandon when Cammy Cam runs all over the same. But you know, speaking of matchups, it doesn't always makes sense because you know um marshawn lynch against san francisco earlier this year scored 31.5 fantasy points 
So yeah. sometimes even if it's a tough matchup, if people really, you know, step up, they can do it. Yeah, but Marshawn Lynch is the only running back for Seattle, unlike the running backs in New Orleans. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. true, that's true. There's a few of them, so it's kind of a little up in the air. Little up in the air. Little up in the air. Now this isn't going to be a good game. I'm excited for Monday Night Football. Dallas Cowboys at Chicago Bears. You guys should be because I think this is the fantasy orgy of the week. Mm. You guys, seriously, I actually did go to Costco and get paper towels like two months ago, and I finally got around to finding closet space for it or making closet space. And our closet is literally filled with paper towels, and I cannot do anything but think of our podcast when I open that closet. (laughs) And I think of fantasy orgies and all the paper towels from Costco to clean it up. I love it. And we're going to need to clean up this because these guys don't play defense. They only do offense. I don't know if you knew that about these two teams, the Bears and the and the Cowboys, but it is crazy. So let's start with the Cowboys. Okay. Play him if you got him. My almost number one play him if you got him is DeMarco Murray. The Bears give up the second most fantasy points to opposing running backs. It is cold in Chicago. I used to live in that part of the country. I'm telling you, anyone outdoors in the upper Midwest area slash Chicago, which is kind of a little more south, but it is cold. And they are not going to be passing the ball the way they, they would normally would. It's crazy town out there. And anyway, last week, he rushed 17 times for 63 yards, three touchdowns, and caught five passes for 39 yards versus Oakland. He's doing just fine. Regardless, So I think they're really going to lean on him this game. They just have to. I think it's the way to go. Um, another play him if you got him, I guess, is Des Bryant. He falls into the Vincent Jackson frustration category. Man, if you're an owner, you just must be overwhelmed because he's just so up and down. They don't really use him in the way that they need to. I mean, last week he did... Catch seven passes for 61 yards and a touchdown. That's pretty good. Um, I don't know. He just drives me a little bit crazy, and I I guess that's just the way it is. So um, the good news is that he's the main guy because let me tell you, uh, Terrence Williams and Miles Austin, they're phased out now. I don't know if you guys have noticed. They've gotten like zero points. Yeah. Other must-start... Unbelievable! Just you can drop them. You're not going to start them in the playoffs. That's literally a tip. Just drop those people. Um, Jason Witten is a must start because tight ends are terrible. As we know, it's cold. They're probably going to do short passes. He's boomer bust, but that's just the way that it is. Um, Yeah, and you know what? I'm benching Tony Romo. It's official. It's over. He's ranked number 18. He's done. He's done. He's and dead to us. I, I'm not even quite sure 18's low enough. <laughs> Chicago gives up the eighth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, which is interesting considering they give up so much to running backs, which just means let's follow that formula, Dallas. Um, and he's been bad in good matchups. So I'm not entirely sure you can trust him at all during the playoffs. And I think there are a lot of quarterbacks I'd rather have than him. I'd rather have Alex Smith, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I know these are crazy town names, but he's just been bad. For three weeks, he's had less than 16 fantasy points. 
and, so and good matchups. So moving on. Also, you know what? You never start the Dallas defense regardless, but you certainly don't start them against Chicago. And Sean Lee's coming back, but don't get caught up in that hype. He's a great player, but you don't want to start them. Chicago, Josh McCown or Jay Cutler, I don't care. You're going to start either of them because Dallas gives up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Would you not be nervous, Play. though, Brandon, if Jay, if you start Jay Cutler and he goes out right away being injured? That was my last sentence, is that's my only hesitation. <laughs> it's a pretty big one. It's a big hesitation. I don't think it's that big because I think it's going to be Josh McCown. I don't even think – I mean, Jay Cutler hasn't stepped foot on a field. Yeah. I, I, I just and McCown's been so good. Yeah, well, and I just don't think they're going to take a risk with it. And then they also said they're not going to pay him franchise money. I didn't realize he had a so brother in the league. I don't think he league. wants to come back. Who? His Who brother, brother is the backup for the Saints, right? Who's his? McCown. Is, is Luke McCown his brother? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That's awesome. I love I heard some families. comment about that. I was like, wait, what? Mm. I'm gonna have to look it up Love to it. confirm. Love it. Yes. Uh, I I just I think it's gonna be Josh McCown. That's who I ranked. Even if it is Jay Cutler, it's because he's become Superman. But I don't think that's gonna happen. That would be my only hesitation. But with the, that many weapons against Dallas, I don't know how you sit either of them. Just being honest. Um, Matt Forte, obviously. Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey just blew my mind last week. Uh, but if Cutler comes back, Marshall is going to blow your mind. So that's how that goes. Martellus Bennett. Uh, it's so hard to suggest. But Dallas gives up the six most fantasy points to tight ends, and tight ends are so bad. Even though he hasn't been very good. Ooh, I don't know. He's in the gut calls. And then <laughs> Chicago's defense is just bad this year. So weird. I'm going to put that out there. It's so weird. Yeah. And Dallas has given up the second fewest points to defenses, only to the Broncos, so you don't start them anyway. Um, but anyway, my start, my pick on this is going to be Dallas. Mm-hmm. I'm going Bears. The Bears. But this is a tough one. This is tough. I'm also going to go Bears. Because, A, I just can't seem to root for Tony Romo. Even though I do kind of weirdly like Tony Romo. I feel like he's like one of those, like, beaten puppies that you feel bad about. That's Tony Romo for me. But going Bears. Wow. Well, you know, I actually think Tony Romo's playing his best NFL football. He's just not playing his best fantasy football. Yeah, he's not choking like he's so known to do. Right. No, that's <laughs> going on. I'm just saying... I'm going into fantasy playoffs, and I started Tony Romo over Alex Smith last week, and I'm not going to do that this week. No, because we want Alex I Smith. Like... So I'm going to call this podcast. I mean, I want Alex Smith. <laughs> Alex Smith. I was the only. I was like crazy town person on Twitter defending Alex Smith on Sunday. I love it. It was nuts. Um, yeah. Did we do the quarterback question in social media? What? Nope. Nope. I think we have like one minute, right? So this is a good quarterback question that we're just going over right now, which is um, 
uh, at steel underscore thoughts, Adam, he asks playoffs have Kaepernick as my only QB on the roster and he gets Seattle. Would you get cute with Flacco or manual or um, another waiver wire QB ladies? You know, Manuel, I don't think he's getting cute. I think he's consistent, and I don't, I don't mind that. I like consistency. And, uh, you know, I, I put Flacco in must start. Uh, Minnesota's really bad, really, really bad. I mean, Flacco's really bad, so there's that. But, um, yeah, I like Manuel. Yeah, I'd take like- Manuel over Flacco in that scenario. I would, too. But, again, try to get Alex Smith. Yeah. Try to get him. Fitzpatrick, McCown. McCown. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, even Case Keenum, he plays against the Jaguars. That gets a lot of points. Uh. And this week, Matt Ryan plays Green Bay. You might be able to get him. If you're going matchups. I mean, the Jags' defense is getting better, so I wouldn't play Keenum, but I don't know. I wouldn't play him over the other people, but I think. No. It's definitely someone to think about. But all of these people are ranked above Colin Kaepernick. We have him ranked 20, and we don't feel bad about it. No, no. No. It's going to be a tough week for him. It's tough. Those Seattle Seahawks, nasty. They're nasty. Nasty. They're nasty. And so are the playoffs, people. Good luck. We're rooting for all of you. I need mom and dad to lose so I could make it. There's that. Come on. All right, guys, that's it for us. Make sure to check us out on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by National Gridiron Network and on HerFantasyFootball.com. For our rankings, news, and much more, chat us up on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. You can check us out on Cover 32. Until next week, no more faking it. Good luck.